Hey there, do you love pet content and want more of it? If so, please hit the subscribe button. Your support helps keep this content free and lets me know you're enjoying the show. So please hit that subscribe button and maybe even give us a review while you're at it. Thank you. Our pets are part of our family. And so when something happens to them, it can be scary and we do whatever it takes to make sure they're okay. Christy Horvath, the founder and CEO of Wagmo is no different. I am from Colorado and I grew up with cats and dogs and like I'm a crazy dog person and constantly covered in hair. Started my career in insurance and ended up going to business school after, you know, six years working with insurance companies. I took my dog. His name was Denver. He came to business school with me and was totally healthy. And then all of a sudden, one night, middle of the night, Denver had a seizure like a full body doggy seizure. Christy was terrified and she rushed Denver to the vet, but there was no quick or cheap fix for his issue. Very alarming and it sort of kicked off this horrifying three month nightmare of doggy neurologists, doggy CT scans, emergency vets, like you name it, we did it. And of course, this is all during a time in my life. I'm in grad school, so I had like negative income, like rapidly mounting student debt. Luckily, Christy was more prepared than most. I had pet insurance throughout that. And I was very, very grateful that I had because there was this moment, I remember it very clearly, we were in the emergency vet. Denver was quite literally having a seizure on the floor and before they would take him back to administer the medication to pull them out, they give him like Valium or something to pull it out. They made me pay the deposit. They made me like put my credit card down and sign the bill. I'd known that that's how medical care works for pets, but I hadn't really ever been put in a moment that I felt it quite so acutely. And so that combined with just this like nightmare three month experience, also combined with being just a pet parent period and realizing that The emergencies are super expensive, but also like so are the vaccines and so are the exam fees and the flea ticket heart, like everything kind of opened my eyes to this is a massive financial burden for people. And a lot of people don't really know what they're getting themselves into when they adopt or get a pet. According to recent surveys, in 2022, more than 90 million American households have pets. But as of 2021, only 3.1 million pets were enrolled in a pet insurance policy. Christy wants to change that. She wants to see those numbers go up because she knows how difficult it is to deal with a sick pet. And she wants to save people the extra heartache of worrying about the bills on top of everything else. After the break, Christy takes us into the world of pet insurance and wellness plans to dispel some myths and to inform pet parents about the different ways they can prepare for the ups and downs of their pet's health journey. Stay with us. I don't know about you, but I love to take my new puppy Teddy everywhere I can. And when I do, I want to make sure to have some good treats on hand for when I need them. Our favorite is Blue Nudges on the go treats. They are made with real USA chicken as the first ingredient and no artificial flavors or preservatives. And my favorite part, they are packed in a convenient reusable flip top container that fits right in your cup holder. So these meaty treats are an easy and healthy way to reward your dog on the go. Purchase Nudges on the go wherever you buy pet treats. Welcome to Life with Pets. I'm so excited to have you. 
I am so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Tell me and everybody listening, tell us about pet insurance. What is it? How does it work? How is it different from regular insurance? Like what what are some of the basics that we should know? All right, where to begin? So <laughs> let's start. So I'm going to start and actually tell you about pet wellness and pet insurance because they're two Perfect. different things. And this is like a common misconception, but super important. So pet insurance, we'll start on that one. It's existed for quite some time. Pet insurance, the best way to think about this is this is coverage for emergencies and unexpected incidents. So think about pretty much anything you can't plan for. Cancer, surgeries, x-rays, sick visits, uh, ACL tears, like anything that's sort of disastrous and, and unanticipated would fall under the insurance bucket. And then on the other side of the spectrum, you've got wellness plans, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's coverage for routine care and preventative care. So that's Mm going to be like your annual well visits, your vaccines, routine blood work, grooming, flea tick and heartworm medication, and even a little bit of uh, dental prophylaxis. And they're different products. They're complementary products, but they are different. So that's one thing to Mm -hmm. keep in mind. And like one of the first things we help our customers kind of navigate. And one of the first things I always help pet parents think through is what are you actually looking for? Do you need help on wellness? Do you need help on insurance or do you need both? The way pet insurance and pet wellness works is it's all reimbursement based. So a huge difference between like human health insurance and pet health insurance is in human health insurance, the provider and the insurance company are talking to each other. Mm-hmm. So you go to the doctor, maybe you pay a copay or something, but what's actually happening is your insurance company is going to pay your doctor directly and you don't have to pay them. Not so with pet, unfortunately. Industry hasn't quite caught up yet. We're working on it. <laughs> um, <laughs> the way it works is you would go to the vet, you're going to pay out of pocket first. Uh, you're going to take a picture, at least in the case of Wagma, what you'll do is you'll take a picture of your invoice, your receipt, Mm -hmm. you upload it to an app, and then we reimburse you, in our case, via Venmo, PayPal, or direct deposit. So it is a reimbursement basis, which is a bit of a pain, but what we've really focused on doing is making that reimbursement process as painless as possible and as quick as possible so that you're out of pocket for as little time as you can possibly manage. And we've also designed this intentionally so that you can go to whatever provider you want. So a lot of customers will ask us, like, how do I know if my vet accepts Wagmo or how do I know if my vet accepts pet insurance? And all vets accept all pet insurance, to be honest. It's all because it's all reimbursement based. So you can go wherever you want. All you have to do is, you know, submit your invoice and your claim to your pet insurance company, whether it's Wagmo or anybody else. Mm -hmm. So I want to talk about kind of the costs associated for pet parents. I know when I was younger and, you know, my dad was had the plan for the whole family and his company was offering pet insurance. And I remember distinctly him saying, oh, it's just not worth it. And like mm-hmm. that was kind of the end of the discussion. So mm-hmm. I never understood it, why it wasn't worth it and what does make it worth it. Yeah, <laughs> very good question. And my brother actually said those exact words to me. <laughs> So after I went through that nightmare with my dog, Denver, I called my little brother and I was like, Tyler, you got to get pet insurance for your dog. It was a game changer. And he's like, "Why? Wow, it's such a ripoff. It's just not worth the money. I'm like, no, you're incorrect. <laughs> and I think it's because, look, one thing you have to keep in mind is pet care has evolved pretty meaningfully. 
and the costs associated with it have evolved quite meaningfully as well. And so what you're protecting for with pet insurance is your exposure to these like massive um, emergency bills. And I'll give you like some very real examples. Now, mind you, I'm in New York. So things are like always going to be more expensive. So here. am I. <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. So Denver, <laughs> my dear, dear Denver, <laughs> um, had a pretty severe case of separation anxiety. And uh, my dude loved to do some counter surfing while <laughs> I was out of the apartment. And so one day I was literally just downstairs doing laundry and I come back and Denver had eaten two full batches of double chocolate chip cookies. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And chocolate is lethal for dogs. And so we rushed to the emergency room. We did the poison control hotline. They're like, yep, that's a fatal amount. You need to go to the emergency room immediately. So we like had to flag a freaking cab and do the whole thing in New York. God. Yep. (laughs) Took him to the emergency room and the vet goes, uh, look, you've got two options. Like this is a fatal level of chocolate. You've got two options. You can pay $2,000 to have him stay overnight. Or you could not pay $2,000 and hope he makes it through the night. Wow. (laughs) Right? That's Um, that's one heck of a choice. (laughs) Exactly. And pet insurance is designed to be there so that you don't have to make that choice. Like I, that was, it was not a question to me because I'd had insurance for him. So it was like, of course keep him overnight. Like I'm not going to roll that dice. Like I don't want that on me. Right. Um, I could never live with myself. But imagine if you didn't have pet insurance and you had to finance that, then all of a sudden that becomes a whole nother level of consideration that you need to think about outside of just doing what's right for like your four-legged child here, right? So that is always, those are the moments you buy pet insurance for. And I think everybody, nobody wants to imagine those sort of situations happening, but they do happen. They they happen Mm -hmm. pretty frequently. And you don't ever want to be in a situation where you have to make a decision based on your financials. Um, That was a $2,000 vet visit. If you are looking at an ACL tear or a knee something, you're looking at 5,000 plus. I mean, dental surgeries are $3,000. Like these are not small (laughs) ticket expenses. These are not like a couple hundred bucks here and there. Like these are, these are massive sort of life changing budget altering expenditures, um, but that are also life saving for your animal. So um, I feel very strongly about it. (laughs) (laughs) And that's good. You should. Um, And I think that's important too for pet parents to hear because truthfully, I don't, I don't know for a fact, but I don't, none of my friends have ever been like, oh, my pet insurance. I just used my pet insurance when I took, you know, summer to the vet or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it was so helpful. Like none of my friends have said that, but like, I'm going to be the friend who now says my pet insurance was super helpful when I took Ozzy to the vet and exactly. I didn't have to pay for all those treatments that I exactly. needed. <laughs> well, and, and I think part of the challenge is not all pet insurances are created equal. So some of them are less Mm -hmm. helpful. And and that's been like where we're really trying to hang our hats is making sure that our like fundamentally we're there to support people, but that also that the experience is is enjoyable and transparent and trustworthy so that we are helpful. And then ideally you do tell your friends about it so that they also get pet insurance. That is a perfect segue because I did want to talk about what are some of the barriers to entry for pet parents uh, when it comes to pet insurance, pet wellness, and how is WAGMO addressing those, making the, making the whole process more accessible easier? Yeah, I would say, so having done 
many, many customer interviews and tons of discovery around this. I'd say the primary hurdle seems to be just general confusion and lack of transparency around like, what actually are you signing up for? Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think there's a couple things going into that. Number one, just insurance in general is like a bizarrely (laughs) opaque industry. Like the words that like deductible, coinsurance, copay, waiting periods, like there's a lot of terminology that goes into basically explaining what exactly you're getting and what coverage you have. So it's a lot to ask of a consumer who's got many other things on their mind. They have not spent their career in insurance like like I have. Um, it's a lot to ask of someone to digest all of that, first of all, and understand what all those words mean precisely, and then also be able to compare that across different options. And the way that these products are built, it's it does make it hard to compare. There's It's pretty tough to get like an apples to apples comparison. And so what we found in, in, in a ton of our like customer discovery interviews, we find that really like a lot of people intend on getting pet insurance and and specifically like kind of our demographic of this like millennial pet parent mm-hmm. who's like, this is, this is their starter child, right? Like they go into <laughs> yeah. the experience knowing that it's the responsible thing and they get overwhelmed. It's like, there's so many choices. Like, I don't know, I'm giving you seven different pieces of information about my pet. And then I still have to make six different choices. Am I really qualified to be making those choices? I don't even like, what's the difference between 80 and 90% insurance like why is one better for me um and so a lot of people just end up giving up and then you know one thing happens another thing happens next thing you know it's two years later and you forgot to sign up and now your pet has a pre-existing condition so a lot of that uh so just general lack of transparency kind of lack of education around what it is and why it's helpful and and what to look for and and on the wellness side of the house i think a lot of a lot of people actually just aren't super familiar with wellness as a category. It's a little bit newer. Mm -hmm. And certainly the way that we've done it is completely new. We've built ours in a way that's quite different from everybody else. And so on that front, it's a lot of education and just helping people kind of understand, you know, why they might want a wellness plan. Um, But the way that we come at this, like one of our core values as a company is transparency. Like we don't, Mm -hmm. we don't want to be a big, bad insurance company. We wanted to make this easily understandable and digestible. Um, we intentionally built out our products. I mean, if you go on our website, you'll literally see like covered, not covered, like trying to be as clear as possible, like no sneaky stuff, no kind of like hidden catches in, in the small print, because it's a hard enough thing to go through one of these ordeals with your pet. The last thing you want to be worried about is like bizarre exclusions that like weren't fully revealed to you um, when mm-hmm. you purchased your product. So that's kind of our brand promise and our company commitment to, to our customers is just being very upfront and transparent. And then we do a lot of like educational materials. I'm like out there spreading the good pet insurance word as much as I can. And like, <laughs> yep. you know, like screaming it from every rooftop. And I think there's a lot more that we can do about that, to be honest. But but yeah, that's kind of our state. You said that you have done a lot of customer surveys. What are some of the things that have stood out to you in those surveys that have helped you evolve Wagmo, but also understand pet parents better? Even as yourself, yourself a pet parent, but you're probably hearing new things from people that you weren't expecting. So I'd, I'd love to hear about some of those things that you learned. I'd say, well, here's a very interesting factoid. Uh, over 70, probably close to 80% of our customers are women. Hmm. So women, certainly the primary like purchaser in the household. 
which is interesting and I guess not all that surprising when you think about it. I mean, I'm not surprised, but like generally like you would expect a more par- more parody, but sure. <laughs> right. Um, so that's a, that's an interesting thing that we've sort of discerned here. I think another interesting trend that wasn't super surprising because I feel it myself, but it was interesting to see it validated in conversations and in data is that people really don't have a good sense of how much pet care costs. And again, that's not really surprising because I'm in, this is literally my full-time job. And if you were to ask me like, Christy, how much is an exam fee at your vet in Brooklyn? I was like, I would not be able to tell you, not even close. I can maybe guess, but I have absolutely no idea. And so there's like a huge lack of transparency within the veterinary pricing space. And part of that, what that means is number one, pet parents just like have a really hard time budgeting for like, how much is a vaccine? Like in some clinics, it's $15 for a rabies vaccine. In some clinics, it's 75. There's no like price list on vet websites. And I've actually done the exercise where I've called a vet and said, like, how much is this going to, the surgery going to be? And they won't give you an answer because it's always so dependent. So it's really hard for people to get a true sense of, of what they're looking at from a cost perspective. Um, and for us, that becomes a bit of a challenge because our whole sort of value prop for people is generally we're here to save you money and help you budget for these things. But if you don't know that you need to save money or you don't know that you right. need help budgeting, then that's, that becomes a challenge for us that we have to navigate in how we kind of walk you through our product value prop. And that's really built into our, our acquisition flow. Um, but that's been an interesting thing to, to see actually play out in the data. My dog Teddy is going through something right now. What is it, you ask? It's the true blue effect, which is all the benefits your dog could experience from the key ingredients in blue life protection formula. I'm talking healthy coat, strong bones, muscle development, immune system health, great digestion, strong joints, and lots and lots of energy. Try the blue life protection formula now and see if your dog benefits from the true blue effect. And it's one of the questions that I wanted to ask you because myself included like i'll take ozzy to the vet i'll get the bill i'm like what in god's name did we just do here today <laughs> yeah, like why is this 700 yeah. literally why is this yeah. 750 dollars yeah. um <laughs> so i wanted to just for the sake of all pet parents listening and potential pet parents how do you kind of wrap your brain around the cost of a pet like what should you prepare yourself for generally speaking when you're thinking about getting a pet and then for the life of your pet? Yeah, hugely dependent on where you live and Mm -hmm. hugely dependent on the type of pet. So cats and dogs tend to be priced quite differently, although less so on the wellness side, certainly more so on Mm -hmm. the emergency medicine side of the house. I'd say if you're just looking at like routine wellness care, the things you're going to do every single year, year after year, you're going to do an annual exam. You might do two exams a year even, you're going to do vaccines. And again, you probably need to go in a couple times a year for vaccines. If you're a puppy parent, you've got like three months straight of vaccine. Mm-hmm. You've got routine blood work that needs to get done. And that's anywhere from 50 to $100 every time. Uh, you're buying preventative uh, medication. So flea tick and heartworm medication, super important. Flea medication Obviously, nobody wants fleas. Tick medication (laughs) prevents you from Lyme disease uh, because ticks carry Lyme disease, especially up in the Northeast. And then heartworm, really prevalent down 
kind of south, southeast, um, super dangerous condition that you like mosquitoes carry. Uh, and then if you've got a pet that needs to be groomed, so think like all you doodle parents out there, or those considering a hypoallergenic dog, like, no, they will not make you sneeze, but they are going to cost you a absolute <laughs> fortune in grooming. They need to be groomed every, like, I don't know. I've actually never had a groom, a dog that needs constant grooming, but it's anywhere from like every two to six weeks at like, yeah hundred dollars a grooming session. So you're, you're quickly looking at like comfortably 700 to $1,200 a year, just in like mm-hmm. maintenance fees. Right. The basics. Um, the basics. Uh, <laughs> and that's not even including like food and stuff. You right. Know? <laughs> right. Exactly. So yeah, it adds up very, very quickly. And I think that's, that's really the pain point that we're resolving with our wellness plan is those 400, $500 whopper of a vet visits that's hard to budget for that's hard to like take that $400 hit out of your bank account and so our whole you know proposition is you basically can smooth out those payments we've got like easy to manage understandable subscription plans that help you navigate that with uh, a bit more conviction and confidence are there ways that pet parents and vets or like pet health services can work better together like to to make it more understandable or is is it a is a situation where a company like wagmo has to be the intermediary between them no i think vets and pet parents like do a great job i mean vets are extraordinary they do incredible work and they're super super overworked these days um and most if not all vets that i've ever come in contact with and that we've worked with at wagmo are huge proponents of pet insurance Um, Mm -hmm. and pet wellness because it drives compliance. It makes sure that they can do their job to the best of their abilities without having to cut corners. Um, Honestly, it's, it's on us. It's on the insurance companies. It's on the pet wellness companies to make sure that we're fully and transparently communicating the value that we offer customers and why people should use our products. Um, And it's on us to prove to customers every single month and every single year that we're, it's worth their money, right? And that it's worth the investment because it really is an investment. It's not like you're buying a pair of shoes that you get like that instant gratification for. You're you're committing and investing in your pet's health and in your pet's wellness. And you really need to trust the provider that you work with. And uh, a lot of insurance companies haven't done a very good job at maintaining or building that trust. So that's really where we're trying to play in a completely different way. And I want to talk about how you're doing that. So talk to me about some of the resources you offer. Talk to me about how you you are working with customers. What are you doing to show your impact every day? And and maybe tell me some of the real world stories that you see that Wagmo has helped create like this impact. Yeah. So our wellness plan, basically the way we kind of approach this industry is there's this one woman who was an early customer of Wagmo's and she joined us because she had adopted a six-year-old blind dog. And as a six-year-old, and I think he's like part lab or something, as a six-year-old blind dog, that dog is very hard to get pet insurance for it because at that point he for has sure. a pre-existing condition. He's blind and he's six. So it's going to be a little bit more expensive. And she didn't have like, he wasn't insured prior to that. So she was kind of priced out of pet insurance, but she could use our wellness product and she was just so happy to be able to have support on the wellness side because like that thousand dollars you're spending every year just to keep them healthy is still painful. And the wellness product is available to all cats and dogs, regardless of 
pre-existing condition or age or breed or geography or anything. So it's, it was more accessible than anything she'd ever found and like was just so grateful that she could have some support for her dog, which felt very cool. That's amazing. And I, I think that's important to bring up because I think a lot of people like myself, like so many others, you know, you already have a pet, you don't have insurance. Mm-hmm. Now you think you're, you're thinking, oh, it's too late now. Like it's, it's going to cost me an arm and a leg to even get insurance for my cat who has astigmatism. I don't know if cats get astigmatisms. I'm just making it up, but like pretend that that's a thing. Yeah. Um. So, so talk a little bit more about like, even if you're a pet parent to an older pet, like, is it worth it to, to look into insurance? How, how, do you go about it? What are the first steps a pet parent should take? So I think it's always worth it to at least look into it. Honestly, if a senior pet or a pet with a pre-existing condition, 100% would recommend you check out a wellness plan. Obviously, I'm partial to Wagmos, but if not Wagmo, <laughs> there are options out there. And on the insurance side, I think it honestly kind of depends. Like if you've got a pet who's older but doesn't have a pre-existing condition and you can afford kind of higher monthly payments, it might actually be worth it. One thing that I, I sometimes encourage people with older pets to look at is a higher deductible option where mm-hmm. the monthly payments will be as small as possible. So the more higher your deductible, the less you pay month to month. Um, so you can optimize for that. And likelihood is when you've got older pets, the incidents are going to get more and more expensive. So you'll hit that high deductible with relative ease um, and then you're covered, you know, from there on out without having to pay too, too much on a monthly basis. But it really just kind of depends on your budget. I mean, senior pets get pretty expensive to insure. And trust me, I wish there was something we could do to to work around that. But it's just sort of the math of of how insurance works. And like, it doesn't feel, I don't feel great about it, but I also have to run a sustainable <laughs> business. So, so yeah, but, but what we do have is, at least what Wagmo does in our website, if you go through our flow and put in your pet's information, we'll recommend kind of a product mix for you based on your pet's characteristics. Um, and then you could always message our support team and say like, look, here's my situation. Would you, what, what do you suggest? What makes sense for us? And, and sometimes we might suggest like, you know, a specific combination or if, or if pet insurance just doesn't make sense, like we would be the ones to tell you that as well. And it's cats, it's dogs, it's it's all kinds of pets? So for us, we only cover cats and dogs at the moment. There are options okay. out there for exotic pets and like equine insurance is its whole other ball game. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> but we, we haven't got there <laughs> I, yet. I've, I've been riding horses my whole life. There you equine go. insurance is, is a crazy thing. Probably, probably <laughs> very expensive, much more expensive than, than dog insurance. Everything about horses is expensive. I don't want to talk about I it. I imagine, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, I want to talk about you, what's next for Wagmo? What keeps you going? How how are you looking to evolve and continue to help pet parents? Oh man, um, what keeps me going is I love insurance and I love pets and animals, and so I'm kind of found my dream job. And building a company is very fun. Building a product people love and is actually helping literally save pets' lives is so rewarding. Um, and very meaningful. So pretty easy to keep going. What's next for us and kind of where we're going from here. So a pretty cool thing that we've been working on uh, is finding new ways to get in front of our customers. Practically speaking, if I'm going out tomorrow and I'm getting a new puppy, 
should pet insurance be like the first thing I do? One of the yes. first things I do other than like cuddle and kiss my puppy. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you can cuddle and kiss while you sign up for pet insurance. <laughs> it should be the absolute first thing you do. The sooner you sign up, the younger your pet is, the cheaper it's going to be. It will only ever get more expensive. So the longer you mm-hmm. wait, the more expensive it gets. And the longer you wait, the more likely something's going to happen. Some sort of pre-existing condition is going to happen. So I like before you get home from the adoption agency or, or from the breeder, like you should have pet insurance. All right. couple more things before we wrap up. How many, what, what's, what's the pet situation now in your life? Do you have animals? So still? glad you asked. What, what, what do we got? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so my, I have a dog. Her name is Aspen. You see the trend? Nice. Denver, Aspen. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> she's a Husky German shepherd mix with all sorts of stuff. Uh, she's very lazy, very lazy <laughs> and very sassy. Um, we foster dogs a lot. I'm like really champ. I'm like really trying to get a second dog in the house, but we live mm-hmm. in a really relatively small New York city apartment. Yep. Um, and so what we do in the interim is we, we foster dogs, um, who come up from Texas from kill shelters. Oh, nice. Okay. And that kind of scratches my itch for wanting to have as many dogs around me at all times as possible. <laughs> Love it. Where can uh, pet parents find out more about Wagmo or other resources you would want to point them to to keep them informed and uh, getting what they need for their pets? Well, you can find us at www.wagmo.io. Um, we're also on Instagram. We have a great Instagram. If you want to follow us, it's <laughs> at Meet Wagmo. Nice. And the last question I have for you, I always think I know what the answer is going to be, but I've been surprised a lot in this one. So if you could be any animal, what would you be? Mm. And what would be your favorite activity? Okay. Hippo. Hear me out. (laughs) Again, I'm shocked. I'm shocked by this answer. (laughs) Carry on. (laughs) So they're like pretty cute, but they are fierce. Mm -hmm. Like they're actually sort of deadly. You don't want to mess with them, but like they, you would want to hang out with a hippo. You just don't want to piss one off. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and if I was a hippo, I'd probably just like hang around and sunbathe all day. Amazing. I love it. That was perfect. Uh, Christy, this has been so much fun. I've loved learning about this and I will be encouraging everybody I know with a pet to investigate pet insurance, pet wellness, everything. I think it is 100% worth it. So thank you for sharing your knowledge with us. Happy to, thank you so much for having me. This is very fun. You've been listening to Life With Pets, the show that combines real pet stories with proven guidance from pet professionals. I'm your host, Hillary Georgie, and I hope this show has been a great resource for you as a pet parent. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to download the Buddies app. This episode was produced by the team at mission.org. 